Welcome everybody to the Paranormal PD Podcast, where we're going to investigate all the paranormal things. I am Matthew Bailey, joined by my co-host, Dallas Varnum. What's going on, guys? Hey, so with this podcast, we're going to be talking about just the basics of the paranormal. You know, a lot of other podcasts, they go straight into cases. Well, we want to give you guys a base knowledge of what exactly we consider to be paranormal. Yeah, and not only what we consider paranormal, what we don't fit, what doesn't fit the match of paranormal definition, let's say, kind of talk about our beliefs with those as well. Like, you know, everyone's got different opinions on stuff. And like, just for example, I don't necessarily believe in ghosts and demons. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that there's a lot of people out there that might not be totally convinced. And when we're talking about paranormal anyway, we're we're talking about four specific things that we think everything paranormal can fall into. We're talking about aliens, ghosts, cryptids, and demons. Yeah, I think, I think, Everything that is classified as paranormal, you know, like the definition of paranormal is stuff that can be explained by regular science. And I think those things definitely fit into those four categories, at least every paranormal story or story that I've heard, read or watched fits into those four categories. No, absolutely. And I think I think that, you know, aliens, for example, is something that a lot of people are a little bit more convinced by. I think that there's a lot of stuff on aliens, and especially right now, there appears to be a lot of stuff even coming out from the government that kind of, if not prove true, at least prove that we don't know exactly what's going on with that. I think that's the biggest thing with aliens, though, is that it's just the unknown. The universe is so big where it's like the possibility they exist is... It's bigger endless. than the possibility lot, that they don't exist. Yeah, no, it's exactly. a lot bigger. Po- you know, it's more likely to see an alien than I don't know Bigfoot walking down the street. Exactly, and that kind of brings <laughs> us into that other category of cryptids. Uh, cryptids is, and cryptozoology in general is obviously a big part of the paranormal. You mm-hmm. hear about Bigfoot. You hear about Nessie. Yeah, Nessie, Loch Ness. Exactly. Yeah. So these are other things that obviously there's something going on. There's a there's a lot of stories of these different kinds of if you will monsters mm-hmm. or cryptids out there and. What's the reason for that? Why do we continue to see these stories? Yeah, we see, I mean, we see the stories all over the world. You got like the Yeti over in China and the Himalayas and Nepal, and then you got Bigfoot over here, and you've got swamp monsters down south in like Florida. Definitely. Like, it's, I don't necessarily believe Bigfoot's out there, but something weird is going on, and there's something that's causing all these cultures from all over the world to report a similar creature. No, it, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. And, you know, we might not have the the information now, but for example, look at the chupacabra, right? That was something that we theorized. You know, that was a, yeah. that was a big, that's a big cryptid. That's <laughs> one of the main ones. And you know, years later, it comes out there actually is some evidence that maybe you know the chupacabra does exist. Yeah, it's, I believe they found a dead chupacabra. So that's yeah, kind of uh, something like that. We'll do that's a later episode. We'll have to do more investigators so we actually know what we're talking about when we come to yes. it. Yes, no, exactly. Because we want to bring yeah. you guys an educated opinion on it, or at least a studied opinion on it. No, we're gonna investigate it, and we're gonna present our uh, our cases to you guys, and you know, just to get the information out there, inform the public. Of Definitely, everything. and I think one of the things that is more on the believable side for me, something that I'm interested in learning more about is demons. I got to disagree. I know you do. That's that's why I was waiting to say anything because I already knew. Yeah. You're demons, not as convinced on demons. Demons for me, I, uh, I've told you this in the past when we were just talking about some stuff that, you know, 
demonic possession often you hear about people that wake up from coma or well demonic possession you hear about people talking in latin and crawling on walls and flying and all this weird shit and i think a lot of that can be explained or unexplained but you hear about people like waking up from comas and suddenly they only speak french when they've never learned french in their life and i just think there has to be something there that's related to these people that are now whether they're talking latin or just making shit up i no, don't know and, and i can agree with that but i think my issue is with saying that it's not necessarily real is you look at a lot of cultures you look at a lot of religions and these religions that for the most part appear to have developed individually from each other have mention of demons and have mention of other forces well, that are evil word. individually allegedly individually allegedly individually right? I, I will admit that i will say that i've that we've obviously seen that some of these, you know, mm-hmm. religions do develop from more, you know, pagan style religions. But well, you know, it kind of leads into our next point of the UFOs. You know, you talk about pyramids that are built all over the world by different cultures and they depict all sorts of stuff in hieroglyphs. You know, it's they often talk about UFOs. Sure. But I'm I'm on the same page as you on that one. I believe <laughs> that that's real and legitimate. Well, at least I believe that it's believable. It's something yeah. where I can believe that. Maybe we have been visited. That that one is not difficult for me to believe. Yeah. The other one, just based off of some of my experiences, my personal experiences in life and some of the things and, and places that I've been and lived at um, is ghosts. Yeah. And I know you're less convinced on ghosts as well. I'm more, I'm more inclined to believe in ghosts than demons. I've had some experiences and encounters that we I have ca- had some experiences I, together I, that I can't describe and I don't know what happened but me saying that was a ghost is not my first opinion. It was, I can't explain that. Sure. But, and I'm on the same page as you. I think yeah. we're both relatively, you know, skeptical, skeptical people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I no, I, mean, I know. And But for me, it's, I, I've seen some things. I've been around some things where it's the same thing. I, I can't explain it either. I'm not saying it's ghosts, you know, I'm not saying that. But what I will say is I could, I could see it being a thing. Yeah, and I mean, that kind of leads to where we want to go with the future of the podcast is a lot of these, a lot of ideas we've had are doing some like in-person interview or not interviews, well, that as well, but on-site investigations, we'll say. Definitely. And you know, we're we're in the LA area. We have a lot of access to a lot of haunted and paranormal stuff. We've talked about, you know, possibly stand a night at the Cecil Hotel. Oh, that's something we're (laughs) definitely going to (laughs) do. And see, you know, see what we can come up there. We got all these things here, you you know, in Southern California, even in California in general, where we got we want to go do investigations. You know, we can go to the Eastern Sierras and track Bigfoot down. Definitely, and and as well, you did bring up interviews. That's also something that I I think we would like to do is just bring on some people that have some moving stories. There's a lot of people out there that look. There are there are a lot of people that lie. I think that's fair. Yeah, but. When you there's also a lot of people out there that are like, hey, I'm not saying that this is, you know, it is. I'm not saying that this is a true ghost story, or I'm not saying that it was a ghost. What I am telling you is, is I don't know what it was. Yeah, they're they're saying, you know, this is what happened to me. I don't have an explanation for this. I'm not saying it's a ghost, demon, UFO, or cryptid or whatever their story is. But it's, hey, I don't know what happened here. Here's here's what happened to me. And then we can kind of talk about that and see where it reflects into, you know, culture, pop culture, history of where it is, you know. Definitely. And I'm a lot more inclined to believe people like that. 
Yeah. I, I'm a lot more inclined to believe someone that's like, hey, I don't know. Other than someone's like, oh, no, I've definitely been possessed before. I mean, I think that's my issue with like ghost adventures. Yeah. For example, is how can it be that every single time they go and investigate <laughs> something, they find a, a ghost, ghost or they, yeah. you know, Zach Baggins gets possessed. Right. Because how often is it that you see other shows where nothing happens? It's creepy. Don't get me wrong. Going to the place is creepy and they, yeah. they hear and see, you know, they hear some weird stuff, but they're not necessarily jumping to the clue. Conclu- sorry. Conclusion that it's actually haunted. Mm-hmm. Right. That's my issue. Is, that's a major you know, red you flag. Got, you got me. people that do it for money. Like if you, sure. if you're saying, Oh, I was, I saw a UFO and then you proceed to go write five books on about it and make a movie, you know, you got some questionable uh, intentions there, bud. I agree. But and if you're just like, Hey, I, I tell everyone this story. I'm not, you know, not writing a book about it or anything. It's just, I'm open about it. This is what happened to me. I'm just that character alone. I'm more inclined to believe them and agree. Well, not necessarily agree, but like believe what they're saying and be open to the possibility of whatever they saw, whatever they experienced did actually happen. Yeah. And I think we're both on the same page as that. And I think one of the shows that we both listen to this paranormal life, shout out to those guys, definitely yeah, a huge, huge inspiration of huge why inspiration. we're even here. Um, they always bring up the point of, you know, it's a little edgy when you start seeing people that are trying to make financial gains off of their stories. And yeah. they're usually even in their investigations and in their shows, they, they generally look at whether that person has came out with a movie or written a <laughs> book or they're trying to gain some sort of money. And usually that leads more to the, you know, doubt. It definitely leads to more doubt when someone's out there appearing to try and make money off the paranormal. Yeah. It just opens up too many questions of what is their belief, you know? Yeah. I mean, definitely. what stops someone from saying, Hey, I just saw a UFO down the street, you know, nothing. Are they going to say, you know, people mostly lie though, because they want some kind of gain. So they're going to say, Oh, I saw this, get on the news, get some five minutes of fame or oh, yeah. book story or book deal, movie deal, whatever it is. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, just as kind of an idea of some of the, you know, some of the topics that we're going to be bringing up, we just wanted to talk about some of the big cases from each of these, um, each of these categories. Yeah, like the just most so you famous guys, ones. Yeah, you know? the, the famous cases, just so in case you're not exactly familiar with what these items are. Um, or the paranormal in general. Or the paranormal in general. You kind of have a, a base knowledge of it. So, for example, for aliens, we're kind of talking like a big case as Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, you know, everyone's... There's a lot of shows out there. There's a lot of podcast episodes on it. There's movies on it about everything that goes on there, whether you want to believe it or not. The information that's out there is it's a lot of hearsay and stories, not a lot of actual, you know, proof because it's being so secretive, whether it's, you know, the government that's owned it or private investors that are doing research on it. But yeah, to there, me, no, there's seems, definitely been weird stuff yeah, out there. To me, regardless. most of it seems to be UFO related. Granted, there is, you know, t- stories of the Skinwalker, which is more of a cryptid. But sure. based off Skinwalker Ranch alone, most of it comes from UFO sightings, uh, cow mutilations. Oh, that's that's almost all of it. It's that's almost mostly. All. Yeah. So I think that's like one of the big UFO cases that we'll definitely do an episode on. It's, it's too big just to talk in like a couple minutes. We're just kind of giving an overview of you know, what we want to talk about and what falls into each category. No, exactly. I I totally agree with that. Uh, The next one is ghosts and a big one for that uh, made popular by the conjuring Two, the second conjuring movie is the Enfield haunting. That's, that's a massive one. That was one that was researched by the Warrens. Now, 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna definitively That's, say that that means anything because I think they need an episode for themselves. Just the Warrens alone. Yeah, the Warrens probably do. If we're being honest. Yeah. Um, it's been found out that a lot of their uh, it's questionable <laughs> investigation <laughs> was very questionable. But you know, regardless, one of the biggest, most famous haunting stories of all time. Yeah, and even if you can't relate to the paranormal, you don't know anything. I mean, even if you just like scary movies or movies in general, you've heard of it, you've seen the movie, without a doubt, you've talked to someone who likes those movies. So people are aware of what it is. That's kind of what we wanted to do: is just use these cases to, you know. Yeah. No. As a base in. point of knowledge, as a base point of knowledge, hey. If you've watched the Enfield Haunting or, or you've seen the Conjuring series, you kind of have an idea of what we're going to be talking about and the kind of cases yeah. that we are interested in when we're going to be investigating. Yeah, and things. then there's the difference to, you know, the, the uh, one of the other topics we believe it falls into is the uh, the inspiration for the next one, The Conjuring 3, yeah. where it was more about like demonic possession and the, the, story of, yeah. the story of Arnie Johnson, where it's more of he's being possessed, not the... Uh, you know, it's it's more it's more focused on the devil made me do it kind of thing, and sure, that and there falls is into it, that for one. me. There's a definitive difference. I know we've talked mm -hmm. about this a couple times. To me, there's a definitive difference between ghosts and demons, and the difference to me is just based off of the motivations of those things, right? Yeah, demons are here to cause havoc. Demons are here to well, allegedly possess people and make them do things that are evil. Mm -hmm. Whereas ghosts appear to be, you know people that are left behind you know they yeah. passed away but their you'll say their energy is still here yeah and there's a, the i mean the thing we'll go into for sure in the future is there's all these different kinds like you have different religions believing different stuff you know for example the jewish religion is the dibbuk which is a past human that comes back and i don't have my research on hand about it of but course, they course. have some they have some kind of vendetta or they need to uh do something to pass on to the afterlife, but they cause havoc. So that could fall into demon, could fall into ghost, but that's going to be its own researchable episode. And that's what what's interesting about that is drawing that line, looking at these cases and figuring out, okay, does this appear to be more demonic in nature, mm -hmm. more ghost in nature? That's going to be the question that we're going to have to answer for ourselves. Yeah, because it's not it's not as cut and dry as it seems. Yeah, and then the obviously the last kind of major category is cryptids. You know what falls into being a cryptid and what just falls into being complete make-believe or possibly demonic possession or ghosts. You know, you have, we brought up Skinwalkers at Skinwalker yep. Ranch. Yep. Is that a cryptid or is that more of like a, a demonic possession kind so of thing? This is kind of my question as well. When we're, when we're talking about Skinwalkers, I don't even know if it falls into that. I think, I think the problem with that one is it's like witchcraft based yeah. from my understanding, right? So where do we put witchcraft? And I, I personally think I put witchcraft under um, demons and demonology because yeah, basically you're trying to harness this power that's... Like a paranormal power. Yes, yeah. th that you're not supposed to have. I agree. And, I agree. And that's why witchcraft was looked upon so poorly. So then, you know, the other big cryptids that we'll be looking at are like, you know, everyone's favorite Bigfoot, per my yep. personal favorite. Oh, Bigfoot's a big one. Uh, you brought up yeah. Loch Ness Monster. That's a big one as Loch well. Loch Ness I mean, Monster. Cryptids are fun. I like yeah. cryptids. My issue with cryptids is why don't we find more of them? Yeah, you know well, I mean? I mean... They're more physical than the other three. Well, I think a lot of the cryptids can just be mutated animals. And and right? that's kind of where I'm at with that. I think that yeah. a lot of cryptids can be explained as like, well, you know... I mean, my go-to is the unicorn. Yeah. That's definitely just a horse with a like a like one of those horns that just like a cutaneous horn growth out of their forehead. It could and be. And someone saw that and now it's... 
Everyone talks about it. I mean, and you've seen two-headed snakes, yeah. two-headed uh, sheeps, you know. So yep. is it possible that these are just genetic mutations? And, and people have blown them out with stories. Yeah, just that's my question. Taking it as far as they can. Yeah. Probably, realistically, yeah. probably. But I definitely think there are some that are that can be explained and there's so much coincidence where something is going on like Bigfoot. We said earlier how they're all over the world, but people can't prove them. They have no video footage. They've just got blurry pictures of people in suits or something that they can't explain. There's no skeletons found. No, you know, it's just footprints. That's my issue with Bigfoot personally. I know, I know you really like Bigfoot. I I will not slander Bigfoot here, (laughs) but I will say that my issue with Bigfoot is for all the accounts and for all the stories, why haven't we found some sort of remnants of one existing? Yeah, no, I mean, realistically, I don't believe in him. I just love you the, like the I idea. love the idea of him. That's fair. And I love the, all those Bigfoot TV hunting shows. And we grew up, you know, <laughs> not in the area, but close enough to being in that area where yeah. I don't know about you, but when I was younger, we, we used to take trips up there and we yep. actually went through the, the, I forget what city it is. I'm sure somebody could tell me, but it's the, it's that city where is allegedly the capital of Bigfoot and it has the most Bigfoot sightings in the world. I forget where it's at. In the Eastern Sierras, like up in California? Yes, yes, yes. Northern or northern to like central, central California. Well, north of where we're at. Yeah, yeah, north of where we're at. Yeah. I, I, I don't know the name of it. I've been through the area a lot. I've done a lot of like hiking up in there, camping. Never heard or seen anything. Hmm. I always wish I would. So just to kind of bring this back up, just so the listeners kind of know where we're at in terms of these categories are... I'll take a yes or no on on something you're you're more convinced on. Are you convinced that we could potentially find a couple cases that might stump you with aliens? Oh yeah, for sure. A- aliens, I am like I said, I'm more inclined to believe. Okay. What about ghosts? Mm. Are you at least open-minded to the fact that there might be I'm open-minded to out it there? all. I, I'm a, a deep down, I want it to be real. And I want it to to be out there. Sure. But my scientific side and my logical side says it doesn't make sense. It can't be out there and it's not going to be out there. But I've had stuff where I can't explain. So I'm on the fence. Okay. Cryptids. Depends on the cryptid. Mothman. Mothman. There's (laughs) no way Mothman. Mothman. Jeff the Mongoose. Do not slander Jeff on this podcast, (laughs) sir. None of those guys are real. When it comes to some other cryptids, when we do some more research and we find some ones, like talked about the Chupacabra, that's a lot more believable. They have a lot more evidence there, you know. Then there's the ridiculous ones that people talk about, like, I don't know, mermaids as well. Yeah. I mean, okay, mermaids are actually really interesting because there's a lot of accounts from different parts of the world. That's actually one that I don't have as much issues with, but that's fair. Um, What about demons? Where are you at? Similar stance to ghosts. But I'm less inclined to believe in demons. Really? Yes. So for my stances on these, I mean, of course, aliens I'm totally in for. It's not going to take a lot of convincing for me. No, Um, I agree. Just logically speaking, it makes sense. Ghosts? Yeah, I kind of believe in that. I believe that there might be something out there. I mean, because I actually can't say scientifically that it's not possible because I don't know that that's true. And I don't know that science No one knows yet. So I'm I'm open-minded. I'm willing to hear it out. I like that. I like Cryptids? That. Nah. I don't think there's such thing as a cryptid. What I think is they're just, you know, messed up animals. animals. Yep. That Demons? haven't been discovered. 
I'm totally on board for it. I totally can. I can see it. I could, I could see, I could see us finding a couple cases where I'm like, no, yeah, I could demonic possession. Well, I mean, some sort of demonic. When you, when you talk about the demon, demonic possession demonology, you you also brought up witchcraft earlier, yes. falling into that. You know, there is witchcraft out there. People do do that. Without Whether that. it is with successful results, that's something that we're gonna have to talk about in the future. Yes. But I've got cases where I've seen people do voodoo and weird shit happens after that. Yeah, but. I'm more inclined to believe, you know, in witchcraft and doing stuff like that than just straight up demons, demonic possession. Yeah. So you're totally good to play Ouija boards and all that stuff. No issue. You bring me a Ouija board, not in my house because I'm still a little suspicious about it. I don't know. We're not doing it in my house because I'm not suspicious. I straight up don't trust it. That's the thing. It's like, you know, if they are real. (laughs) I just, uh, so I just not, fucked myself. So you're not totally convinced yet that they're not real. I, Got it. I'm 99% sure they're not real, but that 1% is going to prevent me from opening portals and talking to the dead and letting some demon walk into me at my house. Walk into you? What? Hey, they might possess me. Honestly, yeah, I could see that. You're pretty possessable, but. <laughs> Thanks. Yep. That's no. what I wanted to hear. Maybe you're the demon that's coming. I'm not going to say yes or no to that. I'm just saying I'm pretty convinced on demons. I don't know why I would be. I don't know. Demons still. I'm not sure about them. But it's better to play safe than sorry. That's for sure. And I'll stand by that. I think that's fair. But I will 100% go hunt a Bigfoot. Okay. I could take Bigfoot. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> if Bigfoot if is Bigfoot's real. Bigfoot's real. I don't know about that. He can catch me in the cage. I'll meet him in the octagon. <laughs> this sounds dangerous. <laughs> I didn't start this podcast with the idea of, you know, fighting Bigfoot. Well, actually, now that I think about it, we kind of did sign up for this because we have the idea for these in-person investigations, which also sounds a bit sketchy. Exactly. And who's to say when we're up in, I don't know, Eastern Sierra somewhere or Washington, depending on how far we want to go, and we don't come across a little Bigfoot, you might want to catch his hands. Oh, no. We got to bring back some proof. These are investigations. These are investigations. Yeah. That's that's the point. We want to try and be as scientific about this as possible read as much material on these items as possible yeah so we're not just you know willy-nilly going in with a wikipedia page knowledge and what's wrong with wikipedia (laughs) there's a lot of things wrong with wikipedia yeah the fact that anybody could edit it makes it a bit sketchy but (laughs) i agree yeah so let's talk about some of our kind of inspirations for even getting into the paranormal we have quite a few yes we do Um, I mean, I grew up in a house that a lot of my friends and I have considered to, you know, be kind of haunted. I want to say haunted. I don't know haunted, but just kind of that, that idea of something that we can't explain. Okay. Right. We've had a couple interactions with something. I don't know what it is. I will say that my grandmother and my grandfather's ashes are inside the house. That's a little creepy. It is. And Mm -hmm. partially my grandparent or my grandfather's ashes are buried in the backyard, which is a bit creepy. As that well. is also a little creepy. Better yeah. than a body being in the backyard. Well, there's one of those two. <laughs> so they buried one of the dogs that died in like the eighties. Um, I forget the dog's name, but it's got a paw print. One of our, um, and one of our cement, uh, I don't even know what it would be called. Like a tile? Like a cement tile. Yeah. yeah. That okay. dog print, that dog's buried in our backyard somewhere. Oh, this was, I guess before you took them to a vet when they died. I don't know. And they just put him down. I guess so. Horse of the Broken Lake style? Yes, basically. Yes. Oh, and, no. and so, yes. <laughs> we actually recently, we were um, digging up our backyard a little bit because we were going to plant a new tree. 
and we found this weird like bones? brick. I don't know. No, we didn't find bones yet, so don't even bring that up. I'm not even <laughs> trying to hear that. But we found like this weird like brick decoration in the middle of our yard, and we have no idea what that's, that's definitely from. where the the dog is buried inside. Most likely, yeah. You should investigate not, further. That will be our first mm, on-site investigation. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not trying to invite that in. So. I've got a couple stories that I'm going to share um, yeah. from my house. I think you said that you've got a couple stories or yeah. at least a story I mean, that you, you really know, want to share. I um, I grew up in England. I spent at least first half of my childhood there. That place is haunted. It's, it's a very, very old, old country. Very old. There is something that goes on everywhere because of the age of the country. So, sure. you know, I have, I have a few. One that stands out to me the most that, you know, we'll okay. be talking a little bit about later today. But... I've got I've got a collection of them. Would you say that this is a reason why, as you've gotten older, you're kind of into this stuff? It's Maybe made curious. me curious, which led to you know watching TV shows, watching documentaries, and get into it. Got it. So I'll be sharing two stories, you know, from my childhood specifically about this house. I've got many more. We've Ooh. we've got a couple um, together we that we, we can share. That's for a later episode, of course. Um, I'm going to start with, I don't know what else to call it other than maybe the backyard story. So, the backyard story? Yep. Ominous. It's Does it involve right. a dog? No. Okay. Definitely not a dog. So when I was around 12 or 13 years old, I don't remember exactly how old I was, but me and my father were, um, we were fixing the electrical in the house. So, you know, my mom, my brother, my sister, they were staying at my grandparents' house. And towards the end of the night, it was, you know, maybe around 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. It was starting to get dark. It's a little bit, you know, too late to be working on electrical in the house. A little bit too late, yeah. Yeah, a little bit too late. Almost at the haunting hour. Uh, We're not going to bring that up, though. (laughs) That's sketchy. No. So we're kind of cleaning stuff out of the house, and we've got the backyard. Um, We've got our garage in the backyard, and the light was on in the garage. uh, I'll just add that it's a detached garage. It is detached. That's correct. That is correct. It's a detached garage, and the, the light was on still working in there. We didn't have that disconnected. It's a, it's a separate part of the house. So that light was still on and we were, me and my dad were taking stuff out into the garage and my dad stepped out onto the porch before me and your house porch, my house porch going into the garage, going into the backyard. Correct. And he just stopped in his tracks and he looked at me and he's like, go back in the house. And mind you, I was 12 or 13. I did not know. Were you outside at this point or were you about to go outside? I was about to go outside. I was kind of standing in the area right before stepping outside. So I did not see what he was talking about. Okay. Okay. So we go back into the house and we go back into his room. Mind you, we have flashlights in the house because when we were working in the house, it was dark. There was no power in the house. There was no power in the house. Got it. We were doing, we were redoing some of the lighting in the house. So power was turned off. We go back to the room and he grabs his gun. And at this point, I'm like, what is going on? We walk back out and he, he hands me his phone and he's like, call 911 if something happens. And at this point, I'm kind of freaking out. I'm <laughs> a little like, kid. You're like, what? Yeah, but I remember this so clearly. Like, yeah. This is something. This is like a core memory for me. I can I can picture it as if it was yesterday. Right? Yeah. So he goes out and he's yelling into the garage. If there's someone in there, come out now. No one comes out. He comes back in the house he brings his gun with him and we we get in the car and we leave. Mm-hmm. And when we're on the way back to my grandparents' house, after we locked everything up, of course, he tells me, I saw a shadow go into the garage. And Did he say a shadow of what? He didn't know. It looked like a person. He oh. said it looked like a person. Mind you, my grandfather, the one whose ashes that we have, he died 
prior to me meeting him. He he died at a, a fairly young age. Okay. He basically lived in that garage. It was his life. It was his whole home. Okay. He didn't come in the house. He wasn't on very good terms with the family. No, it was specifically with his his I think his second marriage, which was my mm. dad's stepmom. Mm. They were married, but it was it, eh, they weren't very close. So he pretty much lived in the garage. Okay, um, that was his favorite place. It is known that that is Jim's garage. That is that was his name was Jim James specifically. James. But yeah, so. We think, you know, maybe, maybe he saw James. the shadow of him going in there. But okay. regardless, it was enough to creep my dad out to the point where he felt like he had to go and get his firearm and, you know, clear the garage. Business. He thought someone was in there. He genuinely thought someone was in there. And my dad is not somebody who's ultra into the paranormal. Mm-hmm. He's very intelligent, very yeah. skeptical person. You've met him. I, You've yep. probably not really heard him talk about things like this. No, but that's what I was going to ask you next. Yeah. Like, what well, does he think about it? He thinks it maybe was his dad. He thinks that it could have possibly been. He's he's not oh. sure. He's not convinced. He's not convinced of very many things. I don't think he even thinks. But he doesn't have an mood, answer for it, which is kind of what my stance on ghosts is. It's like, yes, I correct. can't explain it, but I saw something. Yes, and he's definitely on that on that side where he doesn't want to, you know, say with positivity, "Hey, that was a this ghost. was a ghost." But he or also was willing person. to say, "There shouldn't have been anyone in the backyard." Yeah, there should have been no one in the backyard. Yeah, the garage is he going to write a book on this? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think he's uh, at that point where he wants to write a book. But yeah, I mean, that was one of the, I mean, that's one of many stories I could go all day with, with stories from the you house. know my house. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. What, what do you got for us? Well, my, my story that stands out the most from when I was a child in England was, um, I was on a, we were going on like a little hike we do, uh, in England when I was little, I was about eight years old. We used to go frog hunting. Like tadpole hunting. And by hunting, I mean we just go catch them in our hands and then release them. Who's we? Who's we? We is my aunt and my cousin on my dad's side. Okay. My my aunt's like, at this point, probably late 30s, early 40s. And my cousin is about 16, 15, 16, around that age. And what area was this? I know you were from England. This is like northern England. If you know the area, it's outside Liverpool. Um, kind of in hills. It was farmland that we were in okay. behind their house. So the if you kind of imagine there's like fields, like rolling fields where cows graze. Okay. And it's probably about nine, ten o'clock. That was always the best time to go frog hunting when they're out. They're like the tadpoles are hatching. So we'd always do it late when it was dark out. So we took flashlights with us. Sure. Got it. So we, we start going towards the creek and we have to go through um we had to go through three fields total. So we go through the first like two and we're in the last field and it was weird because normally cattle graze and they're kind of spread out throughout the field. Are these like easy to access? Like, is this like public area? Is this somebody's oh, like No, it's farm? private property. Okay. It's, it's private property. Um, England's a little different to here. You kind of, you know, people aren't going to run out yelling, you're trespassing and shoot your head off with a shotgun. Oh yeah. That's right. That's absolutely going to happen in the middle Because here. in England, a lot of people do this, but. They're secured by like wooden fences, probably four or five feet wooden fences so the cows can't get out. But it's very like, you know, the two panel classic wooden fence where you can just step on the bottom one and jump over. So it was like that. So we get to the third field and we kind of notice like we've walked through the cows um, on the last two. and We see there's no cows here. They're all at the, um, you know, the other end of the field towards if you want to say like 
we jump the fence. I don't know the like the cardinal directions, but if you want to say like the north side of the field, to so imagine they're on our left all the way at like the other fence. Got it. So we get over, we start walking. The creek is on the opposite side to where the cows are. So we're we're kind of walking down towards the creek and we look back to see the cows and we all all three of us saw someone standing in the field. Like so a person, right? A person, I, I it was dark, so you could see an outline, but it, to me, I described him as basically it looked like the farmer was there. Like classic wearing maybe like overalls, um, but just standing in the field. Kind possibly of, a scarecrow? Possibly a scarecrow. Um, I didn't really ever consider that until you just said that, but it looked someone was there for sure. Um, we kind of ignored it. We kept walking and we looked and it was still there, but it, it looked like it moved I would say maybe closer to us as if it was following us. Okay, that's still scary even if it is a scarecrow. So, so well, yeah, so that's kind of why we didn't think it was a scarecrow. So we, we decide, you know, hey, it's probably the farmer coming out to tell us, hey, get off my property or what are you guys doing? Come and question us. So my cousin, she decides to yell out like basically, hey, we're just going to the creek. Sorry for crossing your land. We just want to go to this creek down here. No response. So... We we just think like, okay, maybe they didn't hear us, maybe they did. So my cousin decides to go over to this person to basically tell them close up, like, hey, this is what we're doing. So me and my aunt, we're just standing there, we're, you know, talking about, hey, oh, let's get to the creek. Whatever, right? We're just talking. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not looking, I'm kind of looking at my aunt and I just hear my cousin running back to us. So we look over, there's no one there anymore in the back, and I just see my cousin sprinting towards us. My cousin's basically yelling. She's like, we need to leave. We need to leave. Go. So we're like, what the fuck is going on? We I don't need- know. It sounds like a good time to get out for me. Exactly. So, you know, like normal people do, we got out. We left. Perfect. Um, we, we go back to where the streetlights were and we're in light where we had our car parked. My co- And so we're like, what happened? And keep in mind, when I saw my cousin running at us, she was pale, like pale, like as a ghost, like she, you know, might have seen <laughs> like she might have seen something. Yeah, she looked scared out of her mind when she was running. Like she was sweating, not just from running, but like in a, a weird amount of sweat. Like her heart was like pounding, something whatever. Unnatural. Something unnatural. Like she, yeah. she's seen something that terrified her. She gets to the. We all get to the car after running through all these these fields, and we kind of ask her like, "What happened?" We assumed the farmer had some kind of weapon and was like basically threatened her. Totally fair. Right. We were like, Oh, he pointed a gun at her and basically said, get off my property. And you know, 16 year old girl with a eight year old and her mom, we bounce. So that's what we kind of thought. And she's like, so we're like, what happened? What did, what did he say? What happened? Like what, what happened? And she's like, there was no one there. So we're like, we're like, um, we saw the person there. There was someone there. Definitely saw someone. We definitely saw someone like there was someone. And she's like, I got to the area and she's like, I swear there was no one there. She was like, I looked around. I thought maybe he went back to like where the cattle was. And we're, we're describing him as a person. We're talking like he is a person that just was there because that's what we thought. She was like, there was not, it was grass, right? It was a grazing. So there's not footprints, but there's like grass that was trodden on, like folded down. I don't know how you describe it, but like someone was standing there. But it only, it stopped at a certain spot in the field. She remembers this, and this is a little before like fancy cell phones. But she didn't have a phone, yeah. So she's like, There was footprints that stopped here, and there was nothing there. So she gets there, and she's 
she's like calling out like, hello, hey, sir. Oh, that's more than I would have done. So she, well, this is her. I would have gotten out of there. Yeah. So she, she's actually calling for this. When I told you the story kind of a little earlier off camera, I didn't tell you all of it, but she says she felt something like touch her shoulder at this point. That's when she fucking dips. She turns around and runs. That's a great time to run. So, and then we, we start thinking about it and we're like at the car driving home. We're thinking, we're like, huh, you know what? Now that you talk about this. These cows were acting weird. They're all on the far side of the field, and away from this. And they do say that animals have, have the some sixth sort sense, of sense or whatever yeah, it is. Something that we and don't we're like, have. All these other animals in the fields were pretty normal. They were kind of scattered over the place, doing their thing, grazing. But in this specific field, they were all clumped together in the corners far away. So, I mean, I don't know what it was, but I 100% saw someone standing in that field. And my cousin's telling me that there's no one in that field. Hey, and yeah. you know, maybe this is part of the reason why you're a little bit, you know, like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. you could be skeptical and maybe there's a story that you could hear yeah. that could potentially make you believe the fact that, hey, maybe ghosts might exist. I don't know. Yeah, that's part of the reason why it's like, you know, 100%, I'm not going to say that was a ghost, but I don't know what I saw. And I don't know how I could describe it. And I don't know what it was. And I think that that's the stance that a lot of skeptical people like. I think mm-hmm. we are skeptical. I think both of us are, yeah. are quite skeptical. Yeah. right? And I think that's the stance that a lot of people would take. I yeah. think that's a fair stance to take instead of saying, oh, yeah, no, without a doubt, there was a ghost there. Yeah, I don't think either for any of these, you can be a hard 100 percent of yes or no. There's exactly. exists. It's it's the unknown. It's we don't know this yet. And and is maybe that mystery kind of what intrigues us? I think it is. I think definitely oh, yeah. for me, that's that's yeah. kind of why I have this drive and and want to, you know. It's not necessarily I want to answer the question to what I saw running in my garage or what I saw in the field. It's just sure. you know, hey, maybe there is answers out there. Maybe we can find out about them. Maybe we can learn more about this to maybe get some answers to the bigger questions. Exactly. No, exactly. And yeah. I, I don't think I could have phrased it better. I do have another story that I want to share. If we've is it the, time. the dog? We do. It's not the dog. I, we need a dog, dog story eventually. Eventually, but yes. unfortunately, I don't have one. <laughs> I do have another story from, from the when house? I was a bit older from the house. Yes. Ooh. So, my junior year of high school, I would have been around seventeen years old. I was not a kid. I mean, I was a kid You're in a the kid. sense that I was young, but I was not a kid in the sense that I was scared of everything. Yeah. You know. 17 year old I was a wrestler I thought I was a tough guy You know Yeah Not so, so much Yeah well That's up for debate right But I'll say this right I am the kind of person That I wasn't scared of anything mm-hmm. And I I wouldn't have You know I wouldn't have felt the need To come up with something To tell people Because it didn't matter to me Yeah But I'll say this experience Was Was quite scary for me So my 11th grade year, I had a zero period, which means I started class at around 6 a.m., got to start early. Mm-hmm. And with that being said, I, I took a shower every morning because my hair would be all messed up. So Because you ain't stinky. No, You're I wasn't really too person. worried about that. I was pretty <laughs> hygienic. If we're being honest, I was pretty hygienic. <laughs> but so I would take a shower, come out of the shower, and it's around... 5.30. I guess I'm saying this because it kind of gives you a time frame. I would I would wake up at around it's 5.20. Dark, it's dark. Right? It's All not right. it's not light stuff. It's dark. Exactly. It's I early it. morning hours and it's dark. Mm-hmm. So in order to kind of understand this story, you have to understand that 
my house is set up with all of the rooms along a hallway. My, my room is one of the furthest away from the hallway entrance that would lead us to the living room and ultimately to the front door. Mm-hmm. On the other side of the hallway is the bathroom. And then adjacent to that would be my sister's room. And then adjacent to my sister's sister's room is the door that leads to the living room and to, you know, yep. the outside of the house. So after I had came out of the shower, went to my room, changed and all that, I was walking back into the hallway um, to walk into the living room to grab my backpack and head to school. It was, mm-hmm. it was about that time. As I'm doing so, when you're walking down the hallway, the room directly straight would be my sister's room. And then if you were to look left at the end of the okay. hallway would be the living room. Okay. I just happened to glance into my sister's room yep. when I'm about to open the hallway door. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what it is to this day, but it was this figure standing by her bed, maybe five foot tall to five one. So short. Short. It was not a tall thing. I don't know what it was, but it w- it had a black cloak on. And... It literally like paralyzed me when I saw it. It scared me. I'm getting goosebumps. I mean, you could see I'm getting yeah. goosebumps to yep. this day talking about this. It makes my eyes watery. And it scared me so bad that I ran straight through the hallway door straight outside before I could do anything. I didn't even grab my backpack. Yeah. Okay. I hopped on my phone. I called my dad who was sleeping at this time. Obviously, it's mm-hmm. early in the morning. It's probably yeah. around 540 at this time. And I was like, you need to go in Brittany's room right now. That's my sister. Mm-hmm. You need to go in there right now. There is something in there. I don't know what it is in it. I don't. I just, I can't explain it. And he went in there and he's like, no, there, there's nothing in here. And I came back in. He gave me my, my backpack back. But ever since that day, ever since that day, yeah. I can't look into that room now, anymore. Now, has your sister ever had anything like that? Like no sleep paralysis because it sounds like kind of like you know you're walking up maybe like a shadow person, sure. sleep sleep paralysis. So here's esque. here's the deal. The funny part about this is the room that my sister <clears throat> stays in mm-hmm. now was the room that my dad used to live in. He he used to stay in that room as well okay. when he lived at the house when his parents owned it. So we lived in the same. When he was a kid. Yes. Okay. We live in the same house that it's my a generational house. In. Correct. Yeah. Yes. So. He did have sleep paralysis and in not that just room? that in that room. And he had weird visions in that room. Mm. And like I said, he's not someone super into maybe, the paranormal. Maybe we need to bring your dad on. He has some stories. <laughs> I'm not joking. He has some stories that would be interesting to hear. Okay. But this is this is something that has actually scarred me. Even to this to this day and age. I can't look have into you, that room. Have you anymore. ever had sleep paralysis? I I can't say that I've had sleep paralysis, but I've had moments where I was so scared that I felt like I couldn't fall asleep. Okay. Do you know? Yeah, I'm just trying to see if you've ever ha- seen something like this again. No, no, I, I haven't. Honestly, I've, I haven't seen anything like that. But the thing is, is was it like an outline been, of a, a being, or was it like wearing something? It was clearly wearing a cloak. I don't know what it was. Cloak. As soon as it it started to turn around, I dipped out. I was like, nope. I'm so, out of here. so when you're in the hallway looking at in your sister's room, is her bed was it you said that he was looking over your sister her so bed at this point was against the far wall so basically so if the person in front of me. if the thing wasn't there you could see directly into your sister's bed yes correct. and this person was blocking the view yes correct so you said it they was started, not it was not transparent okay so they, turned, they started to turn around that's when you finna dip that's when i got out i went that's straight through left. the hall door that was right there i just 
I just happened, the door was wide open to her room, which was also kind of weird because it's never wide open. Yeah. And I just happened to look into the room. You know, if you're walking, it's directly in front of you. I was walking and I just happened to look and what I saw just still scares me. Like Mm. it still brings up weird feelings for me, honestly. So I don't know what it was. I can't even explain it. I don't even know where it would fall in our category of things. Ghost or demon. Well, that's something for a future episode we got to do. I absolutely agree. Yeah, I think that's going to, you know, close out today's kind of episode and what we talked about, just a little intro on who we are, some of our backgrounds, where we want to take the podcast in the future. And then, uh, definitely, yeah. you know, start doing some more specific episodes and do some actual case studies. Well, after, you know, we're going to go ahead and handle each each category as a specific episode from here on out yep. and and describe in detail and, and researched detail what yep. they are. And then from that point on, we're going to start tackling specific and individual cases. Yeah, I think, you know, that's what the future is going to come. Look forward to uh, having everyone listen and tune in Absolutely. for the weeks to come and see uh, see where we can take this thing. And uh, thank you for everyone that did tune in to this, to this episode to yeah. kind of get an idea of who we are. We appreciate you guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.